Do you like fantasy sports? If you're listening to this, we're sure you do. Are you ready for a new challenge this year? Dynasty Owner is the new way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an actual franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique and challenging experience that will test your skills as an owner and general manager. You will have complete control over your team's future. You can build through the draft, make trades, sign free agents, and manage your team's salary cap. Can you create a dynasty of champions? Sign up now at DynastyOwner.com and get started on building your dynasty. Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Back again, Russ, Kane, and John, ready to use the Dynasty Trade Calculator to talk about players at each position and maybe not players, maybe other things. That's a tease. That's a spoiler alert. That's that's how you do it in this podcasting game. But we are jumping right in. We don't have a quarterback to talk about. What we do have is a running back to talk about, John. Yes, running backs, because, you know, SFB is kicked off. So now we can – fantasy season is starting. So now we can actually start thinking about we might need running backs at we this point. We can care about running yeah. backs now. It's, yes. it's the time of year to start thinking about running backs finally. Well, maybe not. Maybe we wait another like three months, right? Sometime mid-October. That's, that's oh, yeah. Right. No, it's July. We still got plenty of time. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so now is the time. Start thinking about your running backs. All right. Um, Najee Harris. Uh, I, I wanted to go up to the top. Obviously, we couldn't go JT because it feels like he's pretty much a tier of his own at this point. I'm curious where everybody shakes out after JT. <laughs> you know, like the next group of running backs. All right, Najee Harris comes in on the calculator at 39.7. Um, there, there's, of course, nothing that's a perfect fit for this. Um, but when you're looking at the 23 picks, two firsts comes out to be too much. A first and a couple of seconds comes out to be closer. How much is um, two firsts? I'm going to start with two firsts, yeah, because I, I, I think that's probably what it will actually take. So... Two firsts or Najee Harris. These are, of course, random firsts. We don't know where they're at because we're a year away and lots of things can change. So everything's random a year out. Okay. I'll take two firsts. All right. Yeah. But let me ask Kane, how many pure football talent running backs are coming out that are at least close to being equal to Najee next season? Well, since I don't really like Najee Harris four. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's fair. You know, that's. All right, so assuming we're talking Superflex and assuming we are going to stick with the idea that there's going to be three to five quarterbacks in the first round of rookie drafts, yeah, why wouldn't, to me, there's no way in any world you are getting Najee Harris for one twenty-three first, but to take a gamble that one of those two will get me a top six pick, eight pick, I would take two firsts and pray they both go early and even if one's early one's late i'll still feel fine about it because running back okay so i would take the two first also so let's let's move past that discussion because that was easy obviously what about a first in two seconds at that point i'll probably take harris but i don't think it's realistic that you're actually going to trade for Najee harris for less than two firsts 
What about you, Kane? Based I on want, his standing, I want all the picks. You want the first in two seconds? Because like, here's here's the reason why, right? Let's say that if I get, you know, let's say I trade Najee for a first in two seconds, and let's say I want a running back, right? Um, there's running backs that are going to be relatively close to what Najee is going to do this season in points per game that I can get for like maybe two seconds or a single second and a third. Like I would rather do that and, and have like James Connor and a, and a 23 first over Najee Harris. Yeah. I think think especially with running backs, it's going to be rough when it comes to trading in 23 first, because I I really feel like you're going to have what, at least two running backs jump in on higher ADP than the RB2. Like, I think Jonathan Taylor will probably, assuming he does close to what he did last year, could keep the RB1. But right away, some of these 23 running backs are going to slot in as top three, four. And it's going to be impossible to get value for someone like Najee Harris, who, first of all, is like 25 already and is on what is now a weird offense because we don't know what that looks like with whatever quarterback they have. So I really think the answer is going to be picks, and it kind of sucks to be holding on to these running backs if your goal is to try and hopefully move them. So I say move them as soon as possible. I think I'd have a hard time giving up a first and two seconds for him. Um, but I think I'd have a hard time giving him up for a first and two seconds also. I don't think I like. I think it would feel differently if we put player names even just to the seconds like a first and two players that are worth around a second, like Kane was saying before, it might sound more realistic, but saying a first and two seconds for Najee Harris, I just don't think that gets done. Do you want me to, I can put some names to a, a 23 second. Yeah. Give us oh, a, some give college us names, names if you want them. Oh no, no. I mean like no, pro names. Like, so you're names. not just trading Najee to some picks, but I'll be interested to hear what you're going to say anyway. Yeah. So like, let's, I'm just going to say like, you know, like a six, the sixth overall pick for me, and like a couple twenty three okay. seconds. What those players would be, so you'd maybe end up with something like um, Jackson Smith and the Jigba, the wide receiver from Ohio State. I know um, a twenty three second could be a guy like uh, Jermaine Burton, a wide receiver that's now at Alabama, and another second could be someone like um, Sean Tucker, the running back at Syracuse. So we're getting. CJ Spiller 2.0, right? Because he's the only person I think I know of that went to Syracuse. Checks out. Checks out. All right. Yeah. I I have my bias against trading for running backs, but also having accidentally got a couple of Najee Harris shares through outhouse challenges, I know what I would feel comfortable getting rid of him for. And I still don't. Ugh. And plus trading the RB two, three, four just for picks doesn't sit right in my soul. But let's get to the list of players. Okay, the list of players. Um, so, Nasha Harris, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, Reese Hall, and Christian McCaffrey still hanging on there. Oh, you weren't kidding. This is really just it's the top of the list. Yeah, top of the list, except JT. Uh, see, this is mean, so hard because I don't really, like, I want to get these guys so I could trade them away. So, I guess I'm just <laughs> going to go based on value, right? Sure. I know, like I was asking you what I was going to be doing, and that is not how that was supposed to happen, but it, it happened. I can go. Let's um, hear it, Kane. P- 
people are probably going to disagree with me, but that's part of it. Um, you know, I ha- I still have Najee at one, um, though it doesn't feel great. I have Brees Hall at two. Um, I have Javante Williams at three. I have Swift at four and CMC at five, um, just because of value. But I would rather have CMC over almost all these guys for the next two years. My list is different. I have Javante Williams at one because I still think it's there for everyone, even after Melvin Gordon getting resigned. I still think the upside is, and the bright eyes is there for everyone. Najee at two because he's still Najee. He's still a workhorse. I have CMC next because I think it seems like a lot of people are just past it. They're ready for CMC to be CMC. They want that. They want that scoring back, and it's in their eyes. They have those rose-colored glasses back on. I have Brees Hall next and then Swift last, and I don't know if that necessarily aligns with value, but it aligns with the ability to trade for the value. I have Swift in two leagues that I literally can't move for anything close to a top-five running back price. And it's insane because you could move Brees pretty easily for close to that price also. So I would, in my mind, if it's just about making the move, I would rather risk that little bit of value on the ease of moving Brees Hall than it would be for actually trading away DeAndre Swift for what his value should be. So I'll put Brees above Swift. So I have Nache first also. (laughs) Um, And then I have Christian McCaffrey number two. Um, I'm just... I, I I know he's getting older, but he's got I still think he just has something to his name. And I think when people see him on the field, they're gonna be right back in love with him again. I agree. Um, so I, I think he's gonna be one that would be easier for me to move as well. Uh then I have Chavante Swift. I have Hall last. Um ultimately, like Given the choice, if somebody offered me a one-for-one one of Hall versus any of these guys, I'm taking any of these guys. <laughs> He's a jet. Sorry. That just that puts me that puts me down on him. I, I'm not gonna like that jet offense until I have a reason to like that jet offense. Um I'm not gonna what I'm Zach gonna, Wilson dating yeah. his mom's best friend isn't a reason enough for you to don't, be in on the Jets' care. offense. Don't care. That doesn't get me fantasy points. So it was the first time uh, the Jets scored over forty. Something about fantasy in there. Oh, oh well done. Nice. All right. <laughs> All righty. So um, I'm maybe I'm just maybe I should be higher on Brees Hall. But I think he's – I feel like he's elevated a little bit because he was the gem in what was a otherwise lackluster running back draft class for us. Um, so I, I, for some reason I feel like that kind of – because he's so far away from the other rookies, it's elevating him further against the other veterans um, in Dynasty Mines. And I'm trying not to fall into that <laughs> just I mean, because you're probably he's the new right. thing. So, I mean, that does make sense. Like, I, I do firmly agree with the idea that he's boosted a little bit just because there was nothing better. And again, just having that against what next year's class is going to be, if Breesall doesn't do great, he has a chance of falling. And because of the Jets. 
All right, next is on to wide receiver, and it's my turn. And I'm a little surprised we never talked specifically about this guy, though I'm sure he was in many, 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 many of the lists. And I actually did go back to 2022 picks because this I this confused me. I did not like I need to have a talk with the DTC overlords on this one. Michael Pittman, who is seemingly the new darling, who is listed as a top buy on the trade calculator, comes in at 21.5 points. A 23 first is worth 24 points. So Michael Pittman in this is not worth a 23 first. That makes sense. Does it? Is yeah. it realistic to you? Do you think there's trades going down where you will have to pay more than Pittman to get a 23 first? Like, I, I feel like I, I thought you were kind cost. of off. Yeah, I think people are going to want a 23 first. And I would well, I would rather have a first over Michael Pittman in any scenario. Would you, John? I, I would probably take the first. Yeah, well, wide receiver, I feel like I can... I, I feel like I can get wide receivers all over the place. <laughs> and there's only so many 23 firsts. Yeah. Like, I feel like at least that should be even. No. Like a random 23 first for Michael Pittman. Like, he did real. He did well enough last year with Wentz, I think, with more offensive weapons and finger crossing my fingers, Paris Campbell can stay healthy for more than 36 seconds. And... Alec Pierce being there and Matt Ryan, who has been able to feed a wide receiver one. I'm on board with Michael Pittman. And I feel like I, in the right situation, would give up at least what I felt to be a, a late 23 first for Pittman. Pittman, like, fan, like Pittman fans really, really like Pittman. But the reason I went with the 2022 picks also is because he's worth the 106. And that feels really low to me. That is low. I would take like, Pittman over the 106. I would take Pittman over probably most of that range of wide receiver. Like Brees Hall, we were talking about. He's the gem. He's the 101. But after that, you have that mix of Kenneth Walker, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, and Jamison Williams. It's been a while since I've had any rookie drafts. I don't remember if I missed anybody. I would but probably like, take him over uh, Garrett Wilson. But I don't think I would take him over Drake London or Burks. I would take him over Walker and over Jameson Williams for sure. Walker would depend on my team. I Jameson Williams, I would take him over. I have feelings about Walker on the Seahawks, but that's an entire half hour if I started getting into it. Uh, so what about you, Kane? What do you feel about that 106 and Michael Pittman? Um, like, I'd rather have Kenny Pickett over Michael Pittman, so... All right, so you're just not into Pittman at all, is what you're saying. I think we have to be realistic, right? Like, Michael Pittman is a wide receiver, too, which will probably never become a wide receiver one in value um, and barely can be a wide receiver one in points either. Um, additional weapons aren't going to help him. The reason why he had so many targets is because he was the only one there, right? So, like, adding more weapons isn't going to help an average player or is like, this, you know, having more weapons doesn't help an average player. Is this an anti-bias thing due to college location? No, I couldn't care. Okay. Um, I, I don't think Michael Pittman's just that good. 
And I'd take a lot of wide receivers around him over him. So, you know, I think it's, I think people are just projecting another huge jump, but don't realize that the huge jump already came and it's probably not going to happen again. All right. Well, let's use that phrase to transition about the players around him. And let's go over the list. And the list is Michael Pittman, Rashad Bateman, Marquise Brown, Chris Godwin, and Terry McLaurin. One more time. Rashad Bateman, Marquise Brown, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, and Michael Pittman. Um, I can go. Um, I'm going to take Godwin first um, because I think he's just the best receiver of this group. Terry McLaurin at two. Um, I'm going to take Marquise Brown at three because he's a better quarterback than the rest. Um, I'll take Pittman at four and Bateman at five um, just because I think Pittman has more value than Bateman at this point. Do you like the player of Bateman over Pittman? Yes. Okay. That might 100% be biased. And <laughs> I, I'll own that one. Oh, right, I had it backwards. Bateman was the Minnesota guy. I, I, I had it in my yep. head that Pittman was Minnesota, but he was USC. So yeah, mm-hmm. I screwed up that question. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused. It's like, no, I, I really don't care where he went to school. I don't care he went to USC. I felt like this was like anti-bias where you don't like the guy that went to your school. But then I remember, yeah, no, you were nuts because he went. Yeah, no. I love all the players up. that went to Minnesota. I was trying to be clever and I ruined it. That's what it was. So I'm... Close at the top, I, I also have Godwin first and TMC uh, or Terry McLaren uh, second. No, that is not a name. We are sorry, TMC is not I, a thing. I that corrected. I wrote it down because I abbreviated when I wrote, <laughs> and then I read what I wrote because I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, I pit, Pittman Ron at, Burgundy. Pittman at three. I have Marquise Brown four and Bateman five. I think Godwin is a tier. I think Terry McLaren is a tier. And then I think the other three are a tier together. So it's tough for me to put Marquise Brown <laughs> up there, actually. Um, wow. Because I've always been down on him. But I, I'm kind of hopeful. I'm, I'm, I really do want to see what he does this year. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with Arizona. All right. So I assumed, but I put it there anyway, Chris Godwin was the only player listed that was actually above Pittman on the calculators rankings. And I assumed we'd all put him up there, but I wanted to have at least one player above Pittman's score. And apparently it was not necessary because we all put Godwin on top. I have Marquise Brown second. I am all in on this. Like I like, I've liked Marquise for a long time and this just betters his situation in every way. So I'm, I'm all in on this. I have Pittman next because I like McLaurin, but not thrilled with his team in general, their ability to keep him on a stable situation. So I'm going to put McLaurin down a little bit. And unfortunately, I guess Bateman hits the bottom for all of us. I love the player, but I don't know. That's going to be a very interesting situation to see how often that team passes and what the distribution between... Uh, Bateman, Mark Andrews, and the 16 other tight ends that they 
I love using that joke, even though it's been years since they've like played those 14 tight ends, but I still like saying it, you know, give me Nick Boyle any day, Nate Boyle, Nick Boyle, Nick Boyle, Nate Boyle was like a lineman, right? Offensive lineman. Yeah. I, I like Pittman, I guess equally, like it seems a little more than you guys do, even though John, you did have him third. Do have him third. Uh, like I, I don't know that I would do one for one. Actually, you know what? I would. I would give up Marquise Brown for him easily, and I would give up Bateman for him easily. So maybe he is slightly above in, in that tier of three for me. Yeah, like to me, he's in that. I think he's above that easily replaceable because to me, he's pretty consistent with it. And I am, a, I think, more of him than King does. So I'm good with the fact that they brought in a speed guy because that's something that Bateman, ugh, Pittman doesn't really do anyway to, well, to the effect of real speed guys as opposed to just being a fast big guy. So I'm absolutely good with that. I think that helps. There's one less thing that needs covering with Bateman. Like there's someone that's going to need to run far that way. So I, I'm good with that. I, I, I'm in on Pittman. Not that he will ever be at the Chase Jefferson kind of level, but if he can settle himself in on that, like Steph Diggs level for the next couple of years, I think that's super solid to hold on to. You're muted at whatever you're saying. I don't think he reaches Steph Diggs heights. <laughs> Talent wise. No, that is not what I meant. I just meant fantasy output wise. Also. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I okay. would, that would be great. Good for him, but. Michael Pittman won't even be a top 12 wide receiver this year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I see him as a wide receiver, too. I Do you see him as a wide receiver one, Russ? Low end, but yeah, I think he can be. Hmm, all righty. I'll have to check my leagues to see if I have uh, Michael Pittman anywhere that or I play with Russ. <laughs> all right, well, after those looks I just got, we're going to move on. So, Kane, why, why don't you tell us what you got going on? Yeah, we're going to talk some 24 firsts, right? We know the hype around the 23 class. Um, I think there are some really good players in the 24 class. Um, and I think it's pretty clear that if you're trying to rebuild now and you don't already have a bunch of 23 firsts, well, you're probably not going to get them. It's too late. So we we need to shift our views to, to 24 firsts. Um, and they come in... A, a random 24 mid first comes in right at 10 points on the calculator, which seems a bit low to me. Yep. Um, and these are the players that are around them, right? So you basically get to tell me, would you rather have a 24 first or this player is how we're going to play this game. So do you want a 24 first or Miles Sanders? First. Mm, I'll take the first. Yeah. Do you, you want a 24 first or Desmond Ritter? Oh, I'll take the first easy. I mean, I got Ritter in the second, so if I can turn a second into a first, I'll take that any, any day. You feel the same, Russ? Oh, I said yeah. Sorry. Um, and then... Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. Just because you're asking the question doesn't mean you get away from it, get away from answering it. No, I would take the first in both of those. Okay. Pretty easy. And then the next one is Michael Gallup. Would you rather have a 24 first or Michael Gallup? I'll take the first. I, I like I like picks over <laughs> like I mean really what it comes down to, yeah. So many of these players wasn't... are replaceable. 
if he was going to come in and score right away, I would probably be more willing to send a 24 first for him. But also, he is a player and in a situation where I don't think his value can ever get that high. Like, it definitely has a cap on it being in Dallas with C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott. So I I think the answer is the first. Well, I'll, then I'll uh, let's move up. Move I think you have to, to yeah. I'll, I'll just say this one ex- just for John, because I feel like I already know the answer to this one. Tom Brady, Tom Brady or a 24 first? So I understand that one. <laughs> Um, and if I, I, I don't feel like, so in what scenario are you competing, but you don't have your second quarterback? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You have Deshaun Watson on your team uh, or yeah. let's okay. face it. It's, you know, two months from now and your dude tears his ACL. So in that scenario, the injury scenario, it's easy. You give up your first, you get Tom Brady, you keep making that push for the championship. We aren't there yet. <laughs> um, but that I, you're not getting Tom Brady for less than a first, like you're, you're not going to offer a second and get a quarterback. That's going to be a top 12, a quarterback one. He will be a quarterback one because he's Tom Brady. Like, I think, if if, I think you can offer a 23 second and you get a chance of that getting accepted right now. A 23 second, maybe not a 24 second. No, I, you um, said a second in my brain. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was only speaking in terms of 24. I don't know that. It, I bet it doesn't get accepted. I bet you they counter and they ask for at least the third on top of it or something like that. Uh, you're going to have to clean out all your picks, but your first, or they're going to ask for a player. I would be surprised if you get Tom Brady, even straight up for just a solo 24 second. Like, people know that his value is going to be worth more in season to a contender. Somebody's going to save that pick and give it at the end to make that push. Um, I'm not doing it now. I'm not giving up the 24 first for Tom Brady. Now totally get it in a few months. (laughs) Uh, And at that point, I, I will salvage the future to go for the championship. I'm more than willing to do that. Real quick, uh, Kane, you didn't answer the 24 first or Michael Gallup. The first still. Just checking. Okay. Um, I would give up a 24 first for Tom Brady pretty easily without really even thinking about it. Um, here's my reasoning. I will almost always give up my 24 first pretty easily, assuming my team is even decent. Because by the time the 24 season rolls around, I'll be able to make my team better. And I will, if I want a 24 first, I will get someone else's because mine's going to be the 112. So I don't care about getting mine away because mine's always going to be the late pick. Now, stepping away from that absolutely false bravado, the, the, <laughs> the moral is still there. I'm always fine trading mine away because you could always get another one later. Always is a strong word because seeing what happened with the 23 picks, but I... If I think my team is good enough to where trading for Tom Brady makes sense, seeing as how at this point he's, well, at this point, he's been a one-year asset for the past like five years, but he still is. He's a one-year asset. If my team is good enough to trade for that one-year asset, I will take the risk that my team will still be good. And in which case, I'll trade for someone else's first if I want a first. Yeah, the only I think the only time I'm probably trading for Tom Brady and giving up my first there is if I have like Deshaun Watson who might not play this season, right? I yeah. that's pretty easy to me. Um or if you know 
quarterbacks are just crazy expensive in a league, and that's just the price that it it costs for me to compete this year. I'll I'll do but, that. But also, like everything we're saying, if I trade my twenty four first for Tom Brady right now, and then I have the RB apocalypse like last season, you'll still be able to get a twenty four first for Tom Brady, if not a first and plus twenty four first plus like once the season's in. So I don't think it's a super risky trade right now. And I don't think that trade goes away at all during the season, assuming Tom Brady doesn't just start to suck, which I took him in the first round of SFB. So do not start sucking Tom Brady. Would it help if I give some names in the 24 class so people actually know who's in that class? Nope. Russ and I will know who they are, but sure. Yeah, other people might love this, but I got nothing. Um, so, like, the top running back is Travion Henderson at oh, Ohio State. Yeah. Um, we know that name because someone put him in the three of Devi list. Um, a couple of good quarterbacks and Caleb Williams at USC and Quinn Ewers at Texas. Um, you have a wide receiver at Texas named Xavier Worthy. You have mm-hmm. some other good running backs like Braylon Allen at Wisconsin, uh, Donovan Edwards at Michigan, and Will Shipley at Clemson. Um, you have one good tight end in Brock Bowers a potential second good tight end in, in Michael Trigg. Um, some other wide receivers like Marvin Harrison Jr., which you guys might know that name, um, and Mario Williams, another wide receiver at USC. So, like, there's there's some guys that have already kind of started to break out a little bit, um, and that's kind of what you want looking forward to a, a class that you're going to try and get a bunch of picks in. I'll take your word that those are those names meant something short of Marvin Harrison Jr., which I, you know, bing, you know, and, you know, bloodlines that really absolutely matter. Sadly, that does matter in draft capital. Like he will get the benefit of the doubt over a lot of other people just because of that last name. Also, the fact, that he had like three, the fact that he had like three or four touchdowns in the Rose Bowl probably helps. That I mean, yes, that will it will help that he's actually talented. But like, yeah, that it, it you know, yeah. it helps. Things. I mean, honestly, like Thaddeus Moss is the only skill position player i remember having that like a last name like that and not getting drafted he was getting drafted in in dynasty rookie drafts and stuff yeah Uh, that's all i got okay awesome i just want i I was about to do the outro i'm like wait he only let me just good you're done all right i was just trying i was just trying to give some names so people know kind of who's coming you can look into those guys those are probably the top you know, 10-ish names in the class right now. And that is and good. No, we need to start awesome learning those names. It's a year away, and you have a confident list of names that are very good, no less. So I feel like that is a good sign for the 24 class. Not to mention, we always have one or two that hold out, right? Like, they stay back in school yep. for the 23 draft, so they can get pushed back a little bit. I mean, Najee and ETN, if you were excited for them, that's what they did to us. So it, it's, it's always a thing. And already old NFL running backs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but before we do head out ffpodshirts.storeenvy.com go get your sfb12 shirts every single penny goes to charity so i don't care if it's your division go buy six so and... i've been telling people you sell, celebrate sfb in all the divisions like yeah it's not it doesn't have to be your division i've got already way too many shirts and multiple more to come yeah, and I see you have been slacking on putting stickers up, and so I'm going to. I, I really have you. You you're all over the stickers, please. I will. I'm going to go in and make stickers of everything John hasn't because I want them all, and still going to create some coffee mugs. And again, about the not being in your division, if you could see John Bosch's beautiful face right now, it is made even more beautiful by the fact that he has the My Little Pony 
<laughs> division Pony shirt in the background. Uh, so do not worry. It is not cheating. It is not disrespectful of other divisions. It is all for charity and all for awesome shirts. So on that note, ring the bell. Right?